everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of My Mom, Sandy. We are your hosts. I am Josh Fasson, and the woman next to me would be the only woman to survive the zombie apocalypse. This is My Mom, Sandy. And I only can survive the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Is that is that a because because I've already scoped out the worst case scenario, so I know exactly what to do if that should occur. And what a great lead in to episode fifteen. Oh, I hope we're not doing what I think you what I think you think we're doing. We're talking about apocalypses. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. What is the difference between an apocalypse and an apocalypse? Apocalypse would be somebody who had a lot of Botox. Oh, because their lips popped. <laughs> that was good. Just so you know, that was really good, right off the cuff. Yeah, that, <laughs> what I mean, I just took, a pop a lips. It only took fifteen episodes for you to kind of open up with your stand-up comedy routine. There you go. Um, you want to hear some more stand-up comedy? Tell me what, what what are we drinking? We're drinking like really shitty Bloody Marys. Okay. I lost my toothpick. Uh oh. Don't um, swallow it. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- luckily it has olives attached to it. That would be a. Okay, so I'm going to take a drink. We um, Josh was kind enough to buy this Bloody Mary mix at uh, Whole Foods a while back, and we haven't used it. So we decided today that even though it's early for a cocktail, look at you digging your finger through there. I can hear that. I can't find it. Maybe the people took it. The ghost people. The apocalypse people. The apocalypse. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we're drinking. So we decided we'd have a cocktail today because we haven't done that for a while. So Josh didn't want me to taste it until we got on air, and I know why. Well, I'd never had it. It's not like it's not like I was holding. I wasn't trying to be secretive about it. I'd never had it. <laughs> I just had one. Ugh. It's like so spicy. I can't tell you. Maybe we shouldn't. Oh, I don't think I can drink that. You can drink it. I do have some V8. It's not the spicy one, but we could take the V8 and water down the spicy. Uh, but you got to drink a little bit of. You got to drink a little Oy. bit. Of that. Yeah, that's a lot. My throat is kind of slightly on fire. Ugh, I know. I need a lime to a lime and a salt shaker just to, <laughs> just to tone down the flavors. Doing body shots over here. I we could. Um. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, the the um, the bottle of the so it was a Whole Foods like Bloody Mary mix. It was on um, it was in like a clearance section. They're like getting rid of it. Now we know why. <laughs> a little too spicy for people. I think it says hot and spicy on the side, but you never really know. I'm not a huge fan of pre-made Bloody Mary mixes. I like when it's you know you do the VA, then you do some Worcestershire, and then you do some a little Tabasco, a little celery salt, a little celery salt on the rim. Yeah. I do have celery salt. I don't know. Why, why do we never use that? I don't think it would have made a difference for this one. Mm-mm. But I might have to crack out that V8 just to be able to get this one down. Well, you let me know. Is it in the fridge? No, it's actually not. It's in the cupboard. Okay. Well, you in the cat food. Okay. Well, you, perfect. You let me know. I'll, I'll reach for it and you can you can. I can carry the show exactly. while you go get our, um, our buffer for our drink. Drink Ugh. buffer. Vocal Ugh. padding and drink buffering. There you go. So we're... we're kind of halloween's over we're you know two months away from the end of the year and um i felt like now would be a goodest time of good as good time a good a goodest a good time. time as any <laughs> what is it what is the saying uh the best time as any the best not it. i don't know it's not goodest i know that well, this would be the good the good the gooder the, the gooder time than any it'd be a gooder time than any to talk about uh sandy fasten's worst case scenario Yes. So I hope you have examples because because you don't. Well, because off the top of my head, I don't have. Um, you know, I couldn't say this and this and this, but you know, we just spoke to your friend Peter who got back from South Africa. South Africa. I forgot to ask him if he swam with the sharks. What is what was that voice? That's my South African voice. <laughs> it's my Keith Morrison voice. Keith um, Dateline Keith Morrison is not from. South Africa. South Africa. Well, if I was really talking South African, I would speak with a with a British accent. Which, by the way, <laughs> I noticed on um, 
going on um, Instagram mm-hmm. that Nikki, even though she lives in Indonesia mm-hmm. somewhere, is married to a South African. She is. I did not know that. Yeah. I guess they just won some big soccer thing. or Nikki and her husband? No, South Africa. Oh. I don't follow. Some big sporting event that's if they a, did, big, con- a big deal for them. If they them. did, congratulations. Yeah, no, they did. Do you don't look at her posts on Instagram? I mean, I follow so many people, it's hard to... No, oh, I hardly follow any, so <laughs> I can keep... I don't even know who they are. I, I know- did I did post something the other day, and it said, it said uh, oh, my mom, Sandy Podcast, watched your your thing. And I was like, oh, wow, mom, mom is watching. What? I, like, posted a story. Yeah. And it said that you had watched it. Oh, uh, what was the story? Was it about the haircut? No. Cal Peterson? No, it might have been something about Halloween. Um, Okay, so Mm. for everyone that... Housekeeping first. Do we have housekeeping? I have nothing. Boy, you're boring. Mine is that the year's almost over. Well, I think think Teresa was hoping that we would do a recap of the 90 Day Fiance stuff. And to be honest, um, I don't know. What could we recap? You know, Caesar's an idiot. Darcy and Tom, <laughs> Darcy and uh, I'd give you a napkin, but oh here. I literally just spilled. You did all over myself. Darcy and Tom um, are probably not going to make it. So, but that shouldn't be news to anybody. Darcy's like way too fucking needy. Um, they did start the new ep- the new season last night, and not so impressed. I I don't think um, I'll give that back to you. Gee, thanks. You're welcome. I I can maybe twirl that and. <laughs> anxiety napkin. Anxiety napkin. I on. did not think, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go too too far off here. But I, to me, um, I just didn't. Is your mouth on fire? <laughs> My mouth's on fire. The heavy breathing. Yes. I just don't. I I thought that Ninety Day Fiance. It, it it's a show that kind of like starts off strong, and then as it goes on, it's. Like eventually you get sick of like watching the car crash, right? You you get sick of watching the. Well, I think you had a good point when you said once, on, and you kind of need to binge watch it, like you watch it all at once, and that's it. Although <clears throat> it doesn't give you anything exciting to look forward to during the week. <laughs> Mouth on fire, is it? You know what I kind of wish they did is I wish that it was like a how many couples are there? Like six? No, I don't know, six, seven, eight. Whatever. So I wish that they did like. Let's just say there's eight couples that each episode was a specific couple story from beginning to end. That would be interesting. Because when they because they jump around so much. And Um, and if you don't see it one week, then yeah. And that was the thing. It's like, I just don't always have the time to watch the show. I don't watch actually surprisingly. I don't watch a ton of television. So I think it's that thing where it's like you miss an episode or you miss something. And it's like, you know, every time it would come on, it was like, oh, yeah, well, fucking Darcy's still crazy, right? Like, she's still bananas. Uh-huh. And, you know. She, her problem is she really does drink too much. And when she drinks, she's just a mess. And when she drinks and she's around her twin sister, oh, my God. You know, the competition is just, you know, what one twin wants, the other one has to have as well. Or what the one twin has, the other one wants. It's crazy. Anyway, um, the new season did start last night, and we'll have to see where it goes. Like I said, I'm not that impressed. Although I am, you know, I mean, there is a guy who went, he met, he's, his girl is in the Dominican Republic, and apparently they met online, and, you know, which is how they all meet, except this one gal. I'll tell you about this one gal. She's a real whore. But anyway, um, I already don't like her, but. Not for that reason. But anyway, this guy, he met this gal online and he decided he wanted to meet her in person. So he booked a cruise that stopped for a day in the Dominican Republic. He met the girl, you know, for the day. He proposed to her that day. And that's the only time they've seen each other. And she was, she got a K-1 visa, which blows my mind because other, other couples have to go through you know, they have to apply for it. They have to document all their meetings with pictures and, you know, that they really have a relationship. And they're just letting this gal from the Dominican Republic just waltz right on in here and 
she, she's never been to the country. The guy's been to her country for one day. That kind of blows my mind. Yeah, I just don't really... I, I just want to know who who makes the rules and why is it so difficult for some couples to get in and others not? I don't. I well, don't you know, you, I've got to imagine though too that the sh- and you know, I mean, whatever they tell you, but I got to imagine that the show helps that process or is involved in that process or that I don't know. No, I, I heard. Know. I heard they took. They actually take. They that it's a it's a public record the people that are applying or have received K one visas. Oh, the show just starts cold calling people. Yeah, I think they like get a list of people that. I are, don't know though. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, what are you going to do? Walk up to somebody and go, "Hey, you want to be on our <laughs> our yeah, day I, I mean, show? Look, you, you, you go online and find yourself a you know somebody that you can. You were the one that said Caesar. Um, what you know that he was yeah, doing like the all, show to try to be an actor. Well, and well, all the Caesar stuff from what I read occurred i mean it did occur but it occurred like two or three years ago so what so then he hits up the chick again and goes she was on the tell i know but so, so then he hits her up and goes hey can, she's a bitch can, anyway go ahead well yeah but you know so what so caesar just hey I, I got this opportunity i want to try my acting can i have you you know can you do some can we do some phone recordings hmm. i don't know i'm hearing air yeah, hear? I think my computer's about to explode. I got a lot of stuff on it right now. It's not good. So let's get into, because that was kind of a tangent. Do you have any other housekeeping? Um, hmm. Not that I can think of offhand. Great. So for everyone that doesn't know, you have a way of going about things looking at the worst possible scenario of what could happen. Yes. Well, my motto is knowledge is power. Right. So if you know what you're getting into. So, for example, um, years ago, Sam, (laughs) mouth on fire? Mouth is on fire. Years ago, Sam wanted to go. Where did she go? She studied abroad in Europe. Yes. And there was a big issue. Can you not open your... I got it. Your tea. And there was a big issue with her going over to Europe because you thought, you thought what? That she was going to get mugged, raped, kidnapped? Well, um, there wasn't a big issue. It's just that, you know. But you, but you discussed it with her. I mean, this was a thing that you discussed before she left. Well, I, yes, there's a lot of pickpockets. She went, she went to Italy and she went to uh, Germany and Austria. But the majority of the time they spent in Italy. So, and there's a lot of, read about it on the internet. There's a lot of pit pocket, pit pocketing, pit pit pocketing going on there. Pickpocketing going on there. Anyway. um, Yeah. So we talked about it and we, I made her buy a money belt. There you go. She could wear under her clothing. But that's not so unusual. Didn't Peter say he did that when he was in South Africa? I don't think he bought a money belt. No. No. All right, get him on the phone. I mean, if he wasn't if he wasn't working right now, I would do a I would do a phone call to him. So so that was the big thing. So on Sam's trip, it was you need to buy a money belt because you're going to get pickpocketed. You may get pickpocketed. Not that you're going to get pickpocketed, but you may. But it's, it's probably going to happen. It's a possibility, right? I I do know. Like my brother, my brother traveled around Europe for my your uncle Mike for several months or whenever um, years ago. Years ago, with a girlfriend, and I know they had like a suitcase stolen, I think, off a, or a backpack stolen off of the uh, <clears throat> the whatever their train system is over there. Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean that kind of stuff happens. I mean, it but... does happen again. You read about it so... all the time. So I just feel like if you're prepared, then you know, then you don't have to worry about it. You don't walk into another country, a foreign country, especially. With your eyes closed, like like the gal who walked, you know, got off the flight in India and said, "Oh, my cell phone don't work." Well, of course your cell phone don't work, bitch. <laughs> that was a ninety day fiance. Yeah, it's a ninety day fiance reference, but of course it doesn't work. How can you be so stupid to go to a foreign country, especially like India? I mean, I could see if you were going to. Uh, I mean, India is probably still considered third world country, so. 
you know, really, you think that all the modern conveniences that you have here, you're going to have there. Why be shocked when your cell phone doesn't work? Why didn't you check with your cell phone carrier before you went? But so, so Peter just went to South Africa and you guys had discussed because he was here the other day. You guys had talked about, was it the crime? The crime because of of the 90 day fiance. They, you know, the gal Tiffany went over there and um, decided to come back to the United States because the the crime was just, you know, really bad. There was, they talked about kidnapping children, little boys, um, you know, everything's like fenced in and electrified, electrical fences. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty. And so I asked him, I said, is in fact, was it like that? And he said, yeah. Well, he said Cape Town wasn't, but Johannesburg was. Yeah. And he said it was, you know, he could see. You know, it's kind of a sketchy shit. Yeah, because they don't just rob you. They rape you and kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. they're like crazy. Oh, I guess he said there's like some drug there that they take that's... Makes them very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a... I think it was called a popolips. A popolips, no. That's what happens when you have too much Botox in your lips. <laughs> you get a popolips. So popolips now. So then with you, that was that was a famous movie from the 80s. Apocalypse Now, Apocalypse yes. Now. Apocalypse Based on now. a book. Based on a book. About big lips. About big lips. Uh-huh. Um, so then you also, so I mean, I, I, I was waiting for one to happen, but I don't know if we're going to get one, but earthquakes, you always kind of thought if we, you know, when are we going to have the big one? The big one's coming. And I guess, again, it is that knowledge is power because uh, we have, I mean, we have a... Well, you need to know what <clears throat> you're going to do in in a case like that. You know, just like if you're... You know, if you're going to swim in the ocean, you need to know what to do if a shark attacks you. Okay, right. But we have a. uh, I mean, why would you? Why would you blindly go? I don't know. Well, we have like I mean, we have a newspaper article on the fridge in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and what is it? What is it? What's the? What does it say? Uh, I don't know. It's. uh, Are you prepared? Is that what it says? Are you prepared? Yeah, it talks about you know how you should have water and food. For you know, anyway, for anywhere from three to seven days. For the big earthquake, you should have uh, batteries, flashlights. You could be without power. Um, I do know people that went through the Northridge quake, and they had quite a bit of damage to their home. And one of the things that happened, because Josh thinks I'm crazy, I tie. <laughs> I actually have strings on my kitchen cupboards. Yeah, on ex- the handles. Ex- explain. Explain the strings. Well, the strings are there to hold the cupboards closed in case there is an earthquake so that things don't go flying out. Now, I know that sounds weird and people be like, oh, you know, oh, and on top of that, I have on all my all my pictures and my because my a lot of my pictures are glass framed and my um, knickknacks and stuff that I have on the bookshelves. They all have earthquake putty underneath them. So this would have been a really good one to have when we were doing if we had an earthquake. I but. know. Well, we can. I mean, when we have the big one. We oh can yeah, revisit. we can cut. We can talk about how much fun it was. Anyway, the reason I do all that is um, is because during the Northridge quake, people to- who lived in Northridge told me that what happened is their kitchen cupboards flew open and all their dishes came crashing down, breaking on the floor. And, you know, and I actually, we did have a earthquake here once where I, a picture fell, my Wayne Gretzky picture fell and the glass broke. The great one. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't replaced the glass. That might be a good Christmas gift. Oh. Instead of knives. You should tell Santa. Yes. Santa. So, um, with, so, so you moved into this house and the first thing, one of the first things you did was. I don't know if it was one of the first things I did, but at our last house we had similar, we had, um. The child lock, safety locks on the cupboards because we bought that house prior to having kids. And when we had the kids, that's what we did. We put those locks on so you wouldn't hurt yourselves. Were they on there so that we wouldn't hurt ourselves or were they on there for the big earthquake? Twofold. Mm, Double whammy. (laughs) Well, yeah. I don't, I, at that time, I probably hadn't thought about earthquake issues. It really wasn't until the Northridge quake because these people, I mean, they had, First of all, they had pets, they had cats, and they had no power. I don't know how long they were without power, but they had broken glass all over the place, excuse me, and they couldn't clean it up. They couldn't vacuum it. 
So what they ended up having to do, I don't know, maybe maybe they might, I don't know if they had brooms or what. But dustpan I mean, does pan in a broom? Yeah, well that would that would be what you'd have to do. But um, but the, what they ended up having to do as well, so that the cats didn't get, you know, step in the broken glass, was they had to put sheets and blankets over the broken glass so that um, so that the cats would be somewhat protected. So anyway, you're prepared. Well, if we have an earthquake, I'm hoping the strings hold. Yeah, what could you imagine if we had the big one and the, and the strings didn't hold, or the earthquake or that failed? or that Josh got something out of the cupboard and didn't restring mm, it? I know. Ugh, yeah. Shame on you. Listen, I you know it's stuff like that. It's you know things like where what beaches to swim at and what beaches not right. to swim. Right. So if at. you're going to go swimming at the beach, you have to be careful of sharks. Sharks, of course, right? Because jellyfish too. Jellyfish. Riptides. Riptides. Yeah, Caitlin really likes the beach, eh? She loves the beach. <laughs> Have you ever seen the um, the uh, the rib jelly shark? The rib jelly shark? Yeah, I I think I saw it once on a documentary. It's a mythical creature. Uh, it's a actually it's a shark with uh, jellyfish attached to it, and when it swims, it actually creates riptides. Wow, that's spicy. It is spicy. Um. So okay. So I mean, you don't, so basically, if you're going to swim in the ocean, you don't swim near, you don't swim where a river empties into the ocean. Okay. You don't swim where the water <laughs> is murky. You don't swim where you see, um, seals and turtles, sea turtles. Wait, seals and turtles and sea turtles? No, or just sea turtles just sea and tur- seals. Seal turtles. Well, those are those are seal turtles. <laughs> Don't stop. Come on, you're poking the bear again. Um, those are favorite dishes of certain sharks. Tiger sharks like um, sea turtles. And I think like great whites like the seals. Oh, I think they all like the seals. I'm not sure. All right, I'd so, have to ask them. All right, so let's recap for a second. So what, I mean, what else? What, what other? Well, so let's recap and then we're going to keep going. If you go to Europe, you need to have a money belt because you're going to get pickpocketed. You may get pickpocketed. Stop it. You're not going to get pickpocketed, but you may get if pickpocketed. If you live in California, you should have earthquake putty for well, your appear- knickknacks in your... Yes, and apparently you should have all your personal belongings somewhere close by so that when the fire comes oh. to destroy your house... Yeah, you can grab the stuff You can and go. grab all your stuff and go. So now and you always want to have gas in your tank or a charge in your electric car. Yeah. I don't know. When you said gas in the tank, I was like, is she talking about eating beans? No, I'm talking about gasoline in your car. Car tank. Yes. I usually don't let my car get much past half a tank. Of course you don't. Hey, you never know when you're going to have to. My parents drove to Vegas once and there was an earthquake. They got into Barstow and they were going to fill up, which is what you normally do. And there had been an earthquake and they closed the gas pumps down. So what did they do? They had to wait. How long did they wait for? I don't know, a few hours. Okay. So they went on to the next city. And so, and then, then you don't want to go swimming in the ocean because there's sharks. Is it better to avoid the ocean altogether? <laughs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. So now... And the ocean is not our natural habitat. It belongs to the fish. So And the sharks. It, yeah. Well, shark is a fish. Yeah. So leave it to the fish. Okay. That's all I have so to say. So now give me like the... Because um, I know we've had times over the years where, you know, if like I've gotten you know, bit by a, like a mosquito or something, right? Or a, excuse me, a bug bite. And then you'll say, you know, I'll say, oh, can, you know, what, what do you say? And you go, oh, yeah, that, that could be poisonous. No, I don't say that. You say that looks like a black widow bite. I do not say that. Stop it. I don't, I really would not know how to identify a black widow bite from a brown recluse but spider I, bite. <laughs> but I feel like, well, you know what I think it is? I think Both poisonous, by the one way. One of them has like, a, it's supposed to create like a target. Like a bullseye logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like rings. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that, I mean, but here's the deal is if you came to me and said, oh, look at this and it was really ugly, I certainly would Google it and mm. check it out. And we'd find out. Yeah, we'd find out if it was poisonous. And then what, is there, there's, the... mosquitoes are spreading in California, West Nile or malaria? West Nile. Um, yeah, we do have here in California, we're so lucky because we have this big, huge homeless problem. And so the luck that we get from having the homeless problem is that um, I'm fine. Keep going. Is that um, I feel like this maybe needs to get sanded down a little bit. Was it rough? A little rough. Oh, did it snag your fabric? I felt like it snagged my fabric. No, no, sorry. Um, 
People don't know what we're talking about. We need to like videotape this. I said that and then you were like, oh, I don't want to do that because. No, then I have to get dressed up you know. for, for once a week. Um, so what was I, what were, what was I saying? The homeless population. Oh, the homeless population. Because of the, the great homeless population that we have here, we have um, an extraordinary large amount of rats. And with the rats comes things like bubonic plague and Josh, I think maybe you need to get yourself a spoon or something. I'm good. There, see, look, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I found him. He's looking for his olives, folks. Mm. And now he's chewing on one, which he really shouldn't be doing while he's is recording. But anyway, um, so we have bubonic plague. We have what's the other one that the that the fleas carry from the rats? It's these are flea borne illnesses, and they're like they're like ancient. We haven't had them for for centuries, and now they're coming back. So. Yeah, you stay away from homeless encampments. You stay away from places where the homeless people populate. Uh, stay away from downtown LA, the city hall. Don't all go of anywhere. Those buildings. Don't, don't even go anywhere near downtown LA. Well, they had they had a gal who was a. Um, I'm not really sure what she was, assistant district attorney or something, who actually got. Um, God, I can't think of what she got. See, now you, I could have done some research on this. It's probably better that you didn't, because you would have had like a book. <clears throat> She got, um, it wasn't bubonic plague. What's the other one, though? The black plague. No, that's the same thing. Um, it's not rabies. Did she have the, uh, popolips infection? No, but she got very sick, and it turned out that it was from the fleas that were in the city hall building. One of the city hall buildings. And, and she spoke out about it, and she got demoted. She got, you know... Oh my God! How how dare you! How dare you bring a crisis, a health crisis, to the attention of the public? Oh my God! What would we do if we knew? So, if you live in downtown LA, you should not have pets because pets have fleas, and fleas carry plagues. Well, no, I did not say that. It sounded like what you said. No, okay. I said the flea, the flea infestation, the the diseases that are carried by the fleas are coming from the rats. The rats do not get treated for fleas. Most of us treat our pets for fleas, mm, okay. especially I don't treat my cats, but. Well, that you could be the problem. Well, no, I don't take my cats out. My cats don't go out. Do you think fleas can get in through cracks, cracks no, and crevices? No, they can come in on your clothing, but. Well, okay, that's a problem. Yeah, but I don't think that we have that many out there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, the, so, okay, so the, the sickness uh, in sickness and in health. I think it was typhus. Okay. Is what this gal got. She said that her head, she had... Ballooned the, up. No, she had the worst headache. And she really, she said that her headache was so bad, it felt like people were taking knives and just sticking them in her head. And there was nothing that took care of the... Isn't that called, isn't that acupuncture? No, that's, <coughs> that's needles. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> needles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Um, You know, it was crazy. I I will tell you something weird is that during the early 80s, uh, our favorite band, The Shoulders, they went through um, kind of like a metal phase. They had kind of switched over from psychedelic funk rock, and they had a a song called Flea Infestation. Never heard of it. It's hard. Hard rock? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's Hard to find? No, no, no. Well... It's on their B side album. Their B side. Yeah. Yeah, bees are another problem, by the way. <laughs> I've never been stung by a bee. I Have you really not? No. I was stung by a bee once. I know at the zoo. No, I was not at the zoo. I was at a pool. Didn't pool you party. get stung by a bee when you were a kid at the zoo? You did. Oh, I don't remember that. So then that would be I've been stung now twice then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got stung by a bee. Did you suck the venom out with your lips? No, that's you only do that with rattlesnake bites. <laughs> Which is another problem if you're going to go, that you go is hiking. A, that is <sighs> a problem if you go hiking around here. Or even like at my mother's house, like they have those really nice fruit trees on that bank. But mm-hmm. there's like... Um, have you ever seen a rattler up there? Not at my mom's, but I have seen them up in PV, yeah. Okay. And, you know, in the springtime, they're like baby rattlers and they... Do you hear them? You can hear them, yeah. 
Was that but good? They, but they, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like the, nobody could see it, but the hand this is the This is the tail. That's the rattlesnake. But the baby rattlesnakes are worse than the adults because they don't know how much venom to inject. And so they give you all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dangerous. And I and like I said, I, you know, when I go up there, if I go to pick fruit off the trees, I always like, you know, make a lot of noise or I take something and, you know, scrape it around the brush before I step up there because there's like a covering where rattlesnakes could be hiding. You don't wear your your uh, my boots, your your protection, my dock, my your dock (laughs) wilders. You don't wear your dock wilders, my my dock martins. No, I don't wear those. The uh, snake proof. No, but that's another problem here too. Rattlesnakes Snakes yeah. and bees. Yeah, I'm not really that concerned about bees. But like I said, I have never been stung. So I don't know if I have would have an allergic reaction. So that does concern me at my age a bit. I don't really want to be around bees. But, you know, whatever. Wasps are even worse. We do have a wasp problem. We do? Well, my old apartment, yeah. I mean, there was like, there was like a hole like above like where I walked out. Like there was, he was like whatever this is like the eaves of the house kind of yeah and there was like paper mache things hanging down or nests yeah well they look like paper mache balls mm, yeah i guess i don't know they just like funky and then there would be like wasps why didn't you like call your manager no, and i had say, them come i had them come out and do something about yeah. it I, I wasn't like oh let me take this on myself well, i've I'll learned you, i've learned I'll, from you you don't you don't try to well, do that yourself no, i i have actually shot wasps up at my dad's house <laughs> when you get the wasp bug spray it's like really cool because it does this big long stream it's not like spray it's like a real like it's like it'll knock the wasp out of the air <laughs> It's really kind and of And you shot you shot wasps I have, out of the air. I have shot them up there because they they had issues with those up there as well. They What have, a funny what a funny word. Wasps. Wasps. <laughs> no, that's rattlesnakes. Um so yeah, wasps could be a problem. Okay, right? so, so don't swim in the ocean. Make sure don't that don't live in California. Don't live in California. You have wildfires and earthquakes. Well, that, but I mean, look, if you live on the East Coast, you're going to have blizzards, tornadoes, and hurricanes, right? We're in the South. That's not any better. Would you no. rather have earthquakes or would you rather have hur- well, apparently hurricanes? We, apparently, hurricanes. Apparently, we have. Uh, what about volcanoes? That's a problem. That's well, an issue. Only if you live in a place where you have an active like an volcano, island, like Hawaii. Yeah. Can you imagine waking up in the morning and they're like, all right, so. Or uh, Mount St. Helens up in, is that in Washington? Portland. Yeah. Washington. Arizona. Portland is not in Washington. Portland, Maine. Portland, Washington. Portland, Oregon. I think it's Portland, Washington. No, it's not. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, volcanoes. Then. I wouldn't want to live near a volcano. With a volcano, though, you're probably going to get a lot of earth activity as well. So you're probably going to have earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. That's not good. Yeah, I remember when Sam went to Italy. They she studied um, she studied art and um, and geology, and I remember. I remember a couple of years after she got back there, they had a big earthquake in Italy. And I remember her and her friend were saying, God, our teacher would have been so excited to be there if, you know, with that earthquake, because, you know, they're, th- that's what they want to experience. They want to actually experience the earthquake and the movement of the, of the earth. And, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, shelves of the earth. So anyway, um, yeah, so I was glad they didn't have one when she was there. Me too. Yeah, I don't really like flying on airplanes either. Oh, airplanes, because yeah. they could crash well i never was afraid to fly until i worked for an airline and then i you know you know i had a friend post he posted a statistic the other day it said 80 percent of pilots have fallen asleep uh behind the wheel at some point and then it said 40 percent of those pilots have woken up to find that their co-pilot is also sleeping well that's scary I guess that just goes to show that you probably shouldn't take those long flights. Shouldn't fly anywhere. You do an hour flight to SF or Vegas, and that's Listen, it. Listen, I tell you, I I didn't. I was never actually. I I really was never afraid to fly until there was one time when my father and I were flying. I think we had gone to Colorado to look at colleges together, 
and we were flying back. And when we were coming into LA, our airplane, we were coming into land and our airplane really like totally went sideways. And then it like straightened itself back up and we, and we landed okay. But my father said, and my father had done a lot of flying at that point, more than I had. And my father would tell the story like he really thought we were goners. He didn't think that the pilot was going to be able, especially at that altitude, to recover and, you know, straighten the, the plane Do you out. think he could have got behind the, the wheel? And Listen, I worked for an airline in reservations for 10 years. And during those 10 years, we had two incidences. One of them was an airplane that was, let me think, flying, I think, from... Arizona. Well, actually, we had three incidents. We actually had a plane crash in Detroit, which was really quite awful. And then we had two other close call incidences. But both of them were incidences where, like, in one of them, the pilot had the reserve tanks on instead of the main tanks on. And so the reserve tanks ran out of gas, and the plane actually shut off in, in the air. And then, of course, lost altitude, and then the pilot was able to switch the tanks over to the main tanks, and then they um, they went on and landed fine. But I talked to these people on the phone, and I'm going to tell you they would they were very descriptive about what happened in inside the airplane they during they were, they the crisis. They thought they were going to die. They thought they <clears throat> were going to die, and it really gives you. Um, it really gives you, you know, pause to think. Were you and Dad that. on a flight that was like really rocky? I wasn't there, and you thought you thought you were never well, going to see me again. There, when we went to Hong Kong, we um, we we flew from LA to Tokyo, and then changed planes there, and flew on to Hong Kong. From Tokyo to Hong Kong, it's about a five-hour flight, and there was a typhoon in the Sea of China, which is where where you fly. So it's quite turbulent and is that where the bermuda triangle is no no okay no i would never fly over the bermuda triangle by the way that's a problem yeah that's a real problem so and i don't think i'd take a a boat there either no what about a car things disappear well how are you gonna get a car over the bermuda triangle tesla it flies they could i didn't know that um so anyway um yes so the flight was very turbulent and and you guys were young you know, back in the day when... We weren't on the flight. No, but I was afraid that you were going to be parentless. I mean, I, I was afraid our plane was going to crash, seriously. And then from and that I, point and on... And I looked around and, and all the flight attendants were these cute, young little girls. And I thought to myself, where is the old hag that has all the experience? The one that nobody wants to look at anymore, but really knows what to do in an emergency. But then after that, after that fact, you didn't ever fly, you didn't ever took a vacation with dad ever again, because you guys would do it separate to make sure that if someone died, that the kids no, were No, we often flew together. But what I was going to tell you is that that was not an uncommon practice. Because I worked in reservations, I know that people would do that who had children, that the husband and wife would take separate flights in case one of them so died. Weird. And I used to tell my, I used to, I asked my dad, I was like, I was like, so do you think that Fred and I should, my husband and I should take separate flights just in case something happens to one of us? And he goes, well, it could happen to the wrong one of you. <laughs> you never know. You never know how that's so, going to play out. I was like, okay, maybe we should just go together. Maybe if both of us die together, it'd be better than... Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, and so yeah. So, I didn't really have a fear of flying until I started working for the airlines. On top of that, you kind of hear stories about um, people not doing their job very well like airline mechanics and stuff like that. And I know you want to believe it's safe up there, but I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe Nikki's Nikki's dad actually works. Uh, he he does like airline mechanic mechanic tree mechanic mechanic <laughs> mechanicalism. Mechanicalisms. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. All right, so let's recap because we're at like the 40, 40 minute mark. And then I need to I need to make some notes here as to what we've what the absolute worst case scenario is for these things. So if you live in California, so don't live in California. Well, I'm going to tell you one other thing real quick. I oh, just was watching do. this show last night called Something's Killing Me. Yes. <laughs> it's on HLN. And, and look, and everyone listening, they wonder, wow, where did she get this from? That's this where. This is where I get it from. 
But what these people had in this show that almost killed them was rot, was lung ratworm. Lung ratworm. Rat lung worm. Lung ratworm. Worm lung rat. Something like that. It's all three of those are you, words Are you together. making this up? No, I swear to God. And let me tell you where it comes from because this is something that people should know. It comes from snails. It does. It comes from snails that go on your um, on your greenery, on your lettuce, and on your spinach. They, I swear, either you you eat the snail because you don't know it's there, or they've just traipsed over your vegetables. Remember, I had a and you don't wash them off very well. Yeah, remember, I had a I had a, a head of lettuce that I that I bought one time. Yeah, and I had in, like the fridge for a day, and I took it out, and I was I was washing it, yeah. and then there was like a black like a half of a black caterpillar with like yellow ooze. Yeah, that's gross. Did I, you you I, threw it away. Right? I, well, I, well, I threw the lettuce away. Yeah. I ate the caterpillar. Good for you. Yeah. And then anyway, I had, and then I had caterle, caterle lungworm. Cat lungworm. No, it's it's rat lungworm and it's and it it originates in rats but but somehow I guess maybe the snails get it from the rat feces. And so then, again, if the snail is infected with it, and it's very prevalent in Hawaii, which is interesting. Not going there. Do snails poop? Yes. Do they have a butt? They have something. They okay. do poop. Okay. Anyway, I mean, again, those are things, you know, wash your greens. Wash your lettuce. Easy. Or buy them in a bag wash that them. they've been triple washed by someone else. And they say they've been triple washed by someone Probably else. Probably haven't been. I don't believe them. Fuck them. Do you? Yeah. I don't believe much of anything, actually. <laughs> you tell me that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that. I mean, I usually rewash all that stuff. You do too, don't you? Sometimes. Yeah. Depends. I find sometimes when it's bagged that when you open the bag, there's a there's a odor to it. It's like that plastic odor. Oh, typically when I open the bag, it's like a clean smell. Well, you must be buying organic then. <laughs> I don't get the clean smell. But I find if I rinse, then then the smell goes away. Maybe it's just psychological. Mm. So Europe uh, has pickpockets. Yes. So don't go to Europe. Ocean has sharks. Um, ocean has ocean has uh, sharks. So <clears throat> oh, and what? And riptides. And jellyfish. And jellyfish. Oh, and tsunamis. Oh, we didn't even get into tsunamis. We didn't even get into tsunamis. Fuck. I'm not really afraid of tsunamis because I don't live that close to the ocean, but. But they can be very devastating. That was tidal waves. Is that a tsunami? That's a tsunami. Okay. Yeah. Why is it called a tsunami? I don't know. It's T S though. Yeah, no. To tsunami. To tsunami. Maybe it's a um, Asian word. Originated in Japan. Uh, earthquakes. Earthquakes in California. Nuclear power plants. <laughs> Shall we go on? Yeah, I, I, keep, I keep bringing thinking of things that could go wrong. So nuclear, Chernobyl. So nuclear power plants. That's just a complete meltdown. I mean, might as well just fucked. That's just that's the end of the world, right? Well, they're really bad during earthquakes and tsunamis, yeah. as we found out in Japan, right? Um, what else? Did we, what else did we discuss? Um, bug bites. Bug bites. Spider bites. Although I didn't really rattlesnakes. Mm. Long rat worm. Rat lung worm. Rat lungworm. My phone doesn't even know how to spell that. Uh, what else did we? What else was there? I don't know. Volcanoes, earthquakes, airplanes. Mm, airplanes are scary. Airplanes. <clears throat> I know, it's a wonder I even get in my car and drive. I was going to say. I'm afraid of that as well. What happens if you go driving? No, I'm not afraid to drive. Okay, because you're in control. Well, I think that is the thing on the airplane is that. Well, know, I was going to ask you, like, with all of. Well, I was going to ask you, but before we. I don't want to. This is going to go on forever, but does. Do you think that this stuff all comes from the fact that. I mean, because this is kind of a kind of a crazy list a little bit, but do you feel like this all kind of comes from the fact that knowledge is power? That you just. You want to know? Um, yes. And I also think that. Or is it more of like a paranoia thing? No, because I don't like run around like paranoid like that. You know, I I don't live my life because although I will say when it comes to flying, I'm kind of weird about it. I feel like if I don't really need to go, then why go? I'm not crazy about flying. Just not just, you know, just you're crammed in. Oh, my God. The last time I flew to Hawaii, it was just painful. 
What year was that? It was 2009. It's 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. It was just pain. I mean, it was just, you know, it's just a long flight. Sitting there, you're cramped in, you can't move. Ugh. Ugh. Claustrophobic. Yeah, it's not fun. I mean, I flew home from New York um, last Thanksgiving, and it was like a six-hour flight. It just sucks. Yeah. If you're sitting in coach, it's not fun. I know. My brother wants me to come to New Zealand, and it's like, nah, I don't think I could deal with that long of a flight now. I mean, we did fly, you know, I flew into Hong Kong. That's like, I think it was between 16 and 18 hours going. It was shorter coming back, maybe 14 hours coming back. And then I've been on planes, like one time when your father and I went to Barbados, we had to, we've had some close calls on airlines. So we, our pilot overflew the <laughs> the airport, which made us miss our our non-stop flight from San Juan to LA. So we ended up having to take a flight from San Juan to Miami to Atlanta to Dallas to LA. Mm. And that turned out <clears throat> to be like a 12-hour flight. There would have been a there would have been a fucking lawsuit right there. Well, you're an airline employee, you fly standby. Mm. You know, no. you have no you have no rights to a lawsuit. And that's probably another reason I don't like to fly. <laughs> I think going out, I think going to New Zealand would be fun. I think that we would we had to just pay to get a pay a little extra first class, yeah, business, business class, yeah. Well, somebody better strike it rich. We better make it this podcast better work for us. Well, and in saying that, if you guys could please go and give us five star uh, reviews on whatever podcast service you listen to, um, and if you listen to something other than on the podcast app on your iPhone head over there anyway and give us a five-star I know, I don't, review. I, that's what I was asking Josh today. I don't know. You know, we both have iPhones and my computer, our computers are Macs. And so what we, what we get is what everybody who has an iPhone gets. I don't, I don't listen on Google Play or Spotify. I did look at YouTube the other night and the, you know, all the episodes are there, but it doesn't look like anybody ever listens to them. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think a lot of people listen to podcasts on, on YouTube. YouTube. I know it's kind of a, uh, it's cool. But it was like, there, but it was but like sad to see it all lonely there with like no listeners, no share. I think that no once nothing. we start doing like video uh, stuff of the episodes, I think that, that people will be, uh, will be into it. So I'll have to get one of those lights, the halo light. Hmm. I thought it, I thought you were going to say like an on-air light. No, a halo light to make me look young. Oh, you look, you don't look a day over 49. There you go. That's why I picked that age. I know. <laughs> um, all right. So that's the worst case scenario, according to Sandy. To my I know. Sandy. It's too bad we didn't have Samantha uh, because she probably could have added a lot of. She's busy. She's uh, a busy, busy, a lot of, busy uh, bee. A lot of childhood phobia type things. What I was going to say is that I think that. When you become a parent, that you are a little bit more concerned about things like that, because now it's not just your safety, but it's the safety of your children. And I think that's a big responsibility. So yes, if you investigate what to do during an earthquake, or you have an earthquake plan, we should have an earthquake plan. Do you have one? Yeah, get the fuck out of the house. Unless it's a big one, the street opens up. What if you're you're at work? You're going to come home, right? Well... Yeah, after a big I mean, sh- I'm willing to leave my mother's house to come home oh, after thank an you. earthquake. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Make sure that my son and my cats are okay. You know, I had a uh, I had a dream the other night that I was playing hockey and uh, a, like a, a skate uh, cut my leg Aye. and it like almost like severed my whole my whole um, my leg. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so last night when I I had a hockey game last night mm-hmm. and the whole time I was like well just this is gonna happen and there was like one point where like did you feel like it was a premonition dream? a little bit yeah there was one point where like another another skater had fallen and he was like like his feet were going towards me yeah and I was like this is it both and, of my, my legs is gonna you get like cut off jump out of the way and you'd be like oh my god my dream is coming true I tried but he like hit my feet and then I just I fell on my butt. And I got uh, back up. I, hockey's dangerous too. I, I I do worry about you when you go play. You don't even come. No, I don't want to see you get hurt. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, pretty safe. Knock pretty safe. Wood. Don't, 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 maybe don't be I'm knocking on wood for it's. A, <laughs> okay, thank you. See, knock on wood that he'll be safe while he plays hockey. All right, you want to tell everyone all the good stuff and then um and then we'll, we'll, we'll yeah let five them go. star reviews yeah we were wondering if there if there are um, ways to rate us on Google Play or Spotify I don't know because we don't do Spotify 
I guess we could go to Google Play, Google Play, and check it out. But um, yeah, five star ratings, please. I haven't seen any new ones for a while, or any new comments, or any new countries where we're being listened to. So I don't know what the hell my brother in New Zealand is. Yeah, he needs to get on it. And if they want to interact with us on uh, Instagram, mom, it's um, my mom Sandy podcast at. No, my mom Sandy. My mom Sandy at. <laughs> I don't know. At my mom Sandy podcast. At my mom Sandy podcast on Instagram, yeah. Oh, that's what you have to do. You have to type in at my mom Sandy. Well, everyone, everyone, their handle they have a little at. Oh. Yeah. So it's at. Yeah, I don't really get the Instagram thing so much. It's okay. I don't know how to post things. Right. So, it, but if they wanted to find us on Instagram. At my mom Sandy podcast, right, perfect. And then if they wanted to email us, my mom Sandy podcast at gmail dot com. Look at that, huh? You like, think I'm you're such a beaut. And he didn't even write that down for Not me. Not written down, no. <laughs> uh, and you've been drinking. I know. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Um, all right. Well, that's the next worst. week. We'll get a better Bloody Mary mix, so you don't have to hear us gripe about the <sighs> the hotness of the uh, spiciness of the mix. Oof. Oof. So anyway, okay, well, everybody have a great week. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario, according to my mom, Sandy. And we've got some fun episodes coming up. We're going to do a live episode at 20. So hopefully we've got some people calling in and talking to us. And we have some exciting guests lined up that once I figure out how to work all that, then we're going to do it. Yeah. All right. Mm, okay. Well, I'm just thinking about our, our we were talking about a hockey guest. And- our mystery or mystery call. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I, I, you know, I'm not feeling very warm and fuzzy about the Kings right now. So, well, maybe don't tell him that. Well, you know what? It's tough to get excited when you know. I just feel like it's deja vu. It's just everything from last year so far. It's because so. he's not playing. Well, apparently, a lot of people aren't playing, <laughs> or they aren't playing well. So, anyway, everybody have a great week. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe out there, and. Um, All right, very good.